dear listener, it's another beautiful morning and we are excited to welcome you once again to another thrilling episode of the Nasco Moments radio show. We hope your week was productive. Now, do you know where your children are at this moment? Childhood is a special period in a person's life. It is at such times that a person develops his or her physical and mental potentials for the challenging life of an adult. It is also a time to eat, play, have fun, and embark on adventures. It is in a bid to ensure that every child fulfills his or her full potentials that all over the world today, some conventions and legislations either been adopted or enacted to give protection to children from all forms of exploitation and molestation. Based on the International Labour Organization ILO conventions, majority of countries including Nigeria have adopted legislation to prohibit or place severe restrictions on the employment and work of children. In spite of these efforts, child labor continues to exist on a massive scale, sometimes in very appalling conditions. Here in Nigeria, children are engaged in different kinds of child labor, including hawking of goods, commercial sex, quarrying of granite, trafficking and armed conflicts, among several others, thereby exposing them to physical and mental dangers. This Saturday on your flagship radio program, Nasco Moments Radio Show, we are focusing on the negative effects of child labor on the society. Our guest, Barrister Mrs. Kachlon Ruth Tachio, is a principal legal officer with the National Human Rights Commission. She's passionate about child rights and has been working with the commission for the past six years. She's happily married and blessed with three children. We will be engaging her with several questions on what constitutes child labor, why has child labor continued to thrive despite several legislation that have been put in place? How can child labor be minimized or even completely eliminated? I am Hudun Gyan. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For whatever flavor you may need. Yes, it's so crunchy and so creamy. It's oven fresh and tasty for the young and everybody. Take a bite and get the feeling that you get what you need for everybody. Take it everywhere you go. Grab the taste of quality. Everybody say, Nasco. away with Nasco Biscuits today. Nasco Cream Biscuits. Nasco Shortcake Biscuits. Nasco Cream Crackers. Nasco Biscuits. Cream of Biscuits. Mrs. Kachel and Ruth Tatcher, it's wonderful to have you join us on the Nasco Moment Show today. Thank you. So can you tell us what age defines a child in Nigeria? Okay. Um, there have been definitions from various laws or acts and even organizations on what they deem as a definition of a child in Nigeria. For example, in the Children and Young Persons Act, a child has been defined as a person under the age of 14 years. We also have the Matrimonial Causes Act of 1973, which puts the definition as a child who has reached the age of maturity. We also have the Immigration Act, which stipulates that any person below the age of 16 years is a minor. We have the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child, which states that a child is every human being below the age of 18 years. Also, this same definition has been used by the ILO Convention on the Worst Forms of Child Labor, 
it also defines a child as a person who is under the age of 18 years. So, however, the definition of a child has, under the Nigerian law, as we speak now, was finally laid to rest in the Child's Rights Act of 2003, where a child has been, def has been defined as one who is below the age of 18. Okay, yes, that's good to know. So at what age are minors allowed to do certain jobs? Okay, it actually depends on these laws that I have mentioned and also on the developmental stage of the child. The minimum age to work varies from country to country, but international labor standards have set the limits at no younger than 15 years old. This is because education at a very young age is fundamental. The International Labor Organization, that's the ILO, states the basic minimum legal age at which children are authorized to work at 15 years. In developing countries, 14 years is applicable, actually. That's for light work. The child can actually work for a few hours from time to time, and that limit is fixed at 13 to 15 years of age. For hazardous work, however, the limit is pushed up to 18 years because that person is no longer considered a minor. Yes. Okay, so what then constitutes child labor? Child labor, I would say, refers to the employment of children in any work that deprives them of their childhood and also interferes with their ability to attend regular school. Child labor is mentally, physically, socially, or morally dangerous and harmful to that child. Where children are made to work in hazardous conditions or in commercial sexual exploitation, for example, that is child labor. When something is said to be hazardous, it is any activity or occupation that has adverse effects on that child's safety, physical or mental health, or moral development of that child. And hazardous work can come in the form of maybe excessive workload that has been given to that child, the duration of hours of work. It could be from morning all the way to evening, maybe without even giving the child a break to eat or rest or engage in some form of leisure. Or even if the activity is known to be safe or not, that would constitute child labor. Some children work in mining or quarrying fields or pits. Children labor even in agriculture, engaging children in armed conflict, sexual exploitation, and even domestic work. So explain to us why child labor is harmful. Child labor is obviously very, very harmful to a child because he or she is, is um, exposed now to difficulty of tasks and harsh working conditions. Such a child has not reached the maturity to be able to engage in such um, kinds of jobs that are designated to people who are adults. And this could have a lot of harmful side effects like the child could begin to age prematurely, um, the child could be malnourished or even fall ill, it could lead to psychological damage or even depression to the child. That child could be dependent on drugs so that he will be able to withstand the long hours of work. That child could, either, could also even be at risk of being killed or injured. And I would like to also mention that some of these children come from disadvantaged backgrounds or may have been abducted from their families so they don't even have any form of protection. That is harmful to the child. 
A girl child, for example, could be at risk of being sexually abused because she does not have the safety and protection that a nuclear family ought to have given her. And some of these employers do whatever is necessary to make sure that they have these children under their control. And these children, when you find out, they work in degrading conditions and this undermines everything about their fundamental human rights. Yes. Uh, there's more to learn if you'll only stay tuned. We're taking a break at this point, but the program will continue shortly. It's the Nasco Moments radio show. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco. Hey, welcome back, dear listener. It's the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest today is Barrister Kachalam Ruth Tachio, a Principal Legal Officer with the National Human Rights Commission. We are discussing the negative effects of child labor on the society. Now, how serious is the problem of child labor in Nigeria? Hmm. <laughs> well, in Nigeria, I don't know how serious do we really take child labor. How many people do we know that take their house helps to school? How many do we know that actually are able to distinguish between when you stay at the shop for this number of hours, you are able to go to school for this number of hours? Very few. So some of these children have no hope for formal education. Children have always worked in the Nigerian society. And this increasing poverty has driven millions of children into different types of labor that are exploitative and hazardous and even detrimental to their welfare and development. This has also resulted in children begging on the streets. So I would say child labor is serious. I would rank it as high in Nigeria. The Child Rights Act of 2003 prohibits subjecting children to exploitative labor and employing children to work. And we have specifically section 28 of that act that prescribes penalties for those who contravene these prohibitions. So in the event that any person is found wanting, such a person is liable upon conviction to a fine of 50,000 Naira or an imprisonment of five years or both. And if the, the organization that is involved in child labor or trafficking and um, that body corporate is found wanting, whoever is the head or the director or the proprietors of that organization would be liable to a fine of the sum of 250,000 naira. But we have examples or cases of people who have actually been caught and prosecuted and uh, sent to jail or who have paid fines. Yes, I think there was this case sometime last year of an alleged organization that was harboring young girls here in Joss. They were using these girls for prostitution and in fact, a lot of things. These children were giving birth to children as young as they were. That, that case was charged to court, and I think those people were brought to book. Okay. Yes. 
Um, what are the social, moral, and religious dimensions of child labor? Okay, um, I think that these are actually interrelated because when you look at social, moral, and religious, I would say that they actually go together. These dimensions can actually make a child, in the long run, develop a low self-esteem. Starting work early in the form of child labor can affect prospects for a decent social life throughout that person's life because he will not be able to be involved in activities that actually or normally would have allowed that child to grow with his peers. He's always locked up or even if not locked up, he's always engaged in an activity that deprives him of enjoying life as a child. And as an adult, that child would even be more likely to experience job insecurity. Or even if he gets a job, it may be a low-income job. And also, I would like to add that, you know, most of these children that are involved in child labor, it's most likely that the parents are already living in poverty. So they are more likely to rely on their children working in order for the family to have enough money to survive and to be able to afford basic necessities. So this now continues the child labor poverty cycle into the next generation. What message do you have for parents who say, he or she is my child, so I can make them work if I want? Hmm. That's really, that statement I think is, <laughs> I will consider it insensitive and even almost selfish because a parent should consider that his or her child may not be able to protect or defend himself out there. And a parent should actually have a good relationship with his child. This caution would be made especially for parents in the rural areas who just send their children not just to other parts of that state, but even to other states in the country so far away from home. They stand the risk of losing that child for good. And Nigeria has a reputation for being one of the African countries with cross-border internal trafficking. Girls and boys are trafficked for sexual exploitation, forced labor, and even things as bad as organ harvesting. So when a parent sends his child out, he doesn't even know what could befall that child. Parents should not be carried away by the promises that are made from these middle men or the money that is involved. It's better to even keep your child at home where you are sure of his safety and growth because God has given you that child and it's your responsibility to take care of him or You're still listening to the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back shortly. A promise kept. Savor the taste of Nasco Cream Crackers. Each bite is crispy and so much fun. It's excitingly cool and a delight any day. Nasco Cream Crackers is the ideal snack at home and office. Nasco Cream Crackers is best served with tea, coffee, and cheese. Nasco Cream Crackers. Nasco Cream Crackers. Nasco Cream Crackers. A promise kept. It's crunchy and tasty. Nasco Cream Crackers, another quality product from Nasco. Thank you for staying tuned. It's the Nasco Moments Show on radio. Our guest is Katulon Ruth Tachio, a principal legal officer with the National Human Rights Commission. She's passionate about child rights 
and has been working with the Commission for the past six years. On the show, she has been sharing her thoughts on the negative effects of child labour on the society. Now let's focus more on the laws that specifically protect children from child labour. What do we have in Nigeria? Yes, we have quite a number of laws in Nigeria that protect children from child labour. We also have some laws from international organizations as well that Nigeria has been able to ratify or domesticate. In Nigeria now, we have the Plateau State um, Child Right Law of 2005, which was domesticated from the, from the Child Rights Act of 2003. Section 28 of that act speaks on the prohibition of exploitative labor. And like I mentioned earlier, specifies the punishment that is accrued to whoever is wanting of that. We also have the Labor Act of 2004, which is also applicable to children. We also have our constitution, obviously, the Federal Republic of Nigeria of 1999, Section 18, which speaks on the right of education. Going back to our international laws now, we have the ILO, which was founded way back in 1919, which, amongst other things, their work focuses on the elimination of child labor, specifically the Convention Number no. 138 and Convention Number no. 182, which requires ratifying countries to take immediate action to prohibit and eliminate the worst forms of child labor, like slavery, commercial sexual exploitation of children, and any other work which, by its nature, is harmful to the health and safety of these children. We have all these laws. I'm wondering what the problem is. What are some of the negative effects of child labor on the society? It's, it, the, the negative effects are really overwhelming because there are some things that we do now and we are not aware that would have long-term consequences on the society on our, or even the individual involved now. Because if a child is involved in strenuous work, that is not commensurate to the age that the child is. The physical strain and even the danger which infers, interferes with their ability to go to school can affect their income earning potential now when they become adults. That the health and the well-being of that child is at risk as well because they can end up being trapped in a circle of poverty. Also, the child laborer may not end up being a positive contributor to the society. He will not be able to reach his optimal potential because he has not been given the opportunity to explore other options which may which that child may even be better at you know i feel that with child labor and the continuity of child labor will be breeding half-baked children and they will be prone to all the negativity in the society an educated child who grows up into an adult would be a serious-minded person and such a child would not be so quick to go into drugs or would not pick the option of prostitution, robbery, or theft because he has set his mind on better things after being exposed to vast opportunities through education. In view of the widespread problem of child labor in Nigeria, what measures would you suggest be put in place to either minimize or even stop it entirely? Well, there's a lot of work to be done in that area because creating awareness is one major step. And if you can be able to sensitize people on the harmful nature of child labor, I think it will go a long way 
and curbing it. We have our religious leaders, we have CSOs and NGOs that also have a role to play through their vision or mandates. And we all, our government too has a major role to play because we have government-sponsored schools in some of these local governments in Plateau states. However, you still find out that some of these children either end up dropping out of these schools or they are not even interested in going to these schools. Uh, there's a, um, an example is some of the government schools in Lantan. The, the schools have encouraged children to attend school daily by providing um, standard meals for them. So if the child knows that they are, they are able to give him lunch <coughs> in school, even his parents will encourage him and say, oh, go to school, go to school, go and learn because this would be beneficial to you, yes, in the future. What do you think communities can do to stem the problem of child labor? As communities, I would say that each community has its own um, unique, or knows or is aware rather of its own unique um, challenge or the issues that they are facing. But in order to stem or even completely stop child labor, communities need to put their heads together to work against it. Preventive measures like monitoring or even reporting these cases of child labor would go a long way. And um, we have these um, NGOs and CSOs that have worked in some of these communities. And um, the Nigerian government has actually provided an enabling environment and support for these organizations to thrive. And they have drawn from their work to formulate policies and programs and interventions for these child victims of abuse. But the job can't be left to the government and these organizations alone. Every individual and every community is aware of its problems and can help by reporting those specific cases of abuse in a way to curb it. How would you encourage someone who is afraid to report, maybe as a neighbor or community member, mm. he may think that, oh, the community may blacklist me or that family may think yes. uh, I'm a troublemaker or something. Mm. How would you encourage them to still go ahead and report? I would encourage such a person not to look at that um, fear of being stigmatized or victimized by his community because the National Human Rights Commission, for example, accepts reported cases anonymously, and we protect such individuals. We recently handled a case of child abuse that the individual was protected because she is a neighbor and would not want it to be known that she was the one that reported her neighbor of abusing such a child. So people should not be afraid. They should come out and report these cases. Okay. Yes. Do you have any final words as we round up? Yes. I... I, I believe that we owe our children and even other children in the society a moral duty of care and we are under obligation to speak out against child labor and all forms of violence that have held our society bound. We need to break this code of silence, we need to report cases of abuse. Each person was created in God's image and is worthy of respect and dignity. So it's important that we value each other regardless of age or any other standard. Thank you very much, uh, Barrister Kachalon Ruth Tachu. I think on that note, we can end the program. Uh, she has been here with us on the Nasco Moments radio show. She's a principal legal officer with the National Human Rights Commission and is passionate about child rights. She has been working with the commission for the past six years. Also happily married and blessed with three children. 
It's really been a pleasure hosting you today. Thank you,、uh, listener. I'm sure you have no doubt found the thoughts and views on the negative effects of child labour on the society very informative and invaluable today. We have to end the show, but as always, we urge you to follow the program on Facebook at www.facebook.com/nascogroup or on Twitter using the handle at nascogroup. You can freely send any feedback. On any aspect of this Nasco Moments Radio Show, to the email info at nasco dot net or by text through the dedicated care line zero eight zero five seven seven four seven 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 seven. You're welcome to the Nasco Moments Trivia Question segment. The question for today is: In what year was the Sea of Tranquility named, and where is it located? Send the correct answer via text to the number zero eight zero five seven seven four seven 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 seven. Again, the question: In what year was the Sea of Tranquility named, and where is it located? Remember to include your name and location. The Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by Nasco. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers: Nasco Marketing Department. Producer: Harun Aldu. Research and content development: Suranu Megadi and Harun Audu. Production coordinators: Solomon Audu and Suranu Megadi. I'm Harun Gang. Thank you for listening.